0: That's 2 for Glenn, 888-727-BECK, number to call. Uh, So hey, we're uh, almost out of Afghanistan, left Bagram Air Force Base, uh, and kind of sneaked out in the middle of the night, and uh, left the lights on, I think, and, and didn't tell the Afghans about it. We'll get into that a little bit. Uh... Coming up in about 60 seconds.
1: The Glenn Beck Program. If you're a homeowner and you're the type who is fiscally responsible, right now could be a great time to make a phone call and make a massive change for the better in your financial life. Mortgage rates began sinking over a year ago. I mean, they've been low for a long time, but we know they're going to be going up, especially with all the printing going on right now uh and now we're seeing mortgage rates in the twos in the two percent range i got one from american financing in the two percent range how insane is that who would have thought that was ever going to be possible there's no good reason not to give american financing a call about this to check if you happen to have a home and you're looking to maybe refinance what if you could be saving hundreds of dollars a month what about thousands of dollars a month can you really ignore that type of change You wouldn't be restarting your loan if you refinance. You can genuinely save a ton of money on this stuff. And American financing is going to make it easy for you. Maybe consolidating debt that you have into something that's going to be easier to pay off is the right move. Uh, That comes from a trusted family company that has been helping people just like you and me and Glenn for over 20 years the choice is clear american net. call american financing at 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 or go to americanfinancing.net
0: american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org dot org dot net org dot org net Patents too. Uh again for Glenn. He'll be back on uh, on Monday. So it's finally happened the pullout of Afghanistan after a mere twenty years. I mean, is it too soon? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> I don't think so. Are are we and are we the last of the coalition to still be there? The British aren't there anymore, right? No, yeah, they're gone. They've been gone for a while. Uh, so it's just us. It is just us. Well, it was just us. I mean, it's right. basically
1: done now. I mean, now it's I, the Afghans. I heard a report this morning. They're going to keep a few hundred mm-hmm. troops in the country, mainly to protect the embassy, you know, which is sensible, right? Like if you have sensible, an embassy yeah. there yeah.
0: With, in a country, that's if you're not going to keep them there, then you move the embassy, you, you move the people out of the embassy. Yeah, you, right. you just
1: abandon the country all, all, right. entirely. But if you're going to have yeah. an embassy there, you should have troops there to protect the people in it.
0: So, we left the other day, uh, our our troops left Bagram Air, Air Base, uh, basically in the middle of the night, and didn't tell the Afghans that we were leaving. So, a group of people went in and looted the place yep. before the Afghans got in there. Which is great. Which now this is, is great.
1: A 14 square mile Air Force Base. <laughs> yes. Yeah, gigantic. A gigantic area. Gigantic. Uh, and... You know, so I guess what I guess what happened was there were some rumors that we were going to be. I mean, we all they they presented this in the media. They're like well ahead of schedule. Well, Trump had it scheduled for for May, so July would not be ahead of schedule. Biden just said he just changed the schedule to September and then left in July after the initial scheduling. So like he. This is how the how the left gets away with this crap with the media. I, uh, I'll never I'll never understand. But I guess when you have someone who you're rooting for, it's a lot easier to justify such things. Uh, but basically, uh, there was the rumor that they were going to be leaving. They just turned the lights out, and everyone was like, "Wait, why did all the lights go off over there? We should just go oh. over there and and see what's going on." Mm-hmm. Realize nobody was there, and then there's like photos of people like carrying off cases of like Red Bull full, you know, like, <laughs> like energy drinks and stuff, right? <laughs> bizarre bizarre circumstance mm-hmm. and it's hard to imagine that this turns out well
0: yeah the the problem is the taliban will probably now just retake afghanistan right that's what i expect to happen is that terrorists will just get back together and uh reclaim reclaim the the country but what would you do just stay there forever What's the alternative? Yeah. If you don't pull out and you, we don't ever come home um, and we leave troops there forever, it, we probably could keep the Taliban at bay. But when you leave, what can you do?
1: There's all sorts of reporting where you know, Afghan troops are handing over weapons to the Taliban. <laughs> the Taliban now supposedly, uh, but mo- the best estimates are Jeez. they control one third of the country already as we're leaving. I mean, we've basically just given up on this, and and look, you yeah. can make the argument that our mission should have been more narrow, and that mission yeah. was accomplished, right? I mean, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Osama bin Laden is dead. Uh, Al Qaeda is not really the force that it once was, but you know, right. our our mission and was if that was the larger goal, than that. We
0: could have left in 2011,
1: yeah, or, or you know, I mean, Osama bin Laden specifically as an individual was 2011 but i mean a, yeah. there was a massive damage to, to al-qaeda generally well before, before that. that yes uh, I, I do hesitate at times with this idea that we should judge a war by how long it goes on for you know like mm. first of all this has not been a war in the way that we think of warfare for a long time That's true. You mentioned earlier, Pat, uh, late last hour, that 13 people per year die from getting hit by vending machines machines that fall over. Right. Well, in 2020, 11 people died in Afghanistan. uh, 11? 11. Less than the amount of people who die from vending machines falling
0: over them in the United
1: States. Not to minimize, of course, the loss Uh, of our... uh, Totally. I mean, like, but I mean, when you look at the deaths that occurred mm-hmm. several of them were motor vehicle accidents oh wow right uh there were some that were <laughs> attacked some of them were um attacks by afghan troops yeah that's the right? toughest to take that's the me. toughest to take for sure uh, i'm not saying any of these don't uh aren't crucial but i mean like here, mm-hmm. here we go non-hostile vehicle accident non-hostile incident non-hostile vehicle accident rollover non-hostile non-hostile that, hostile, four, five yep um there, here's a hostile, Jeez. hostile fire, small arms file, green on, on, green on blue attack. So that was a by an Afghan, uh, Afghan a right.
0: uh, troop. Yep,
1: same thing for the next one. Mm. Um, then a non hostile aircraft crash, six non hostile aircraft cash uh, crash, and then hostile fire IED attack. So when you think so, about so the four troop, of them, a traditional warfare attack, I'd say you would say one. Hmm. right i mean you uh, wouldn't necessarily right. think off the top of your head of a, a green on blue type of attack right but, but you have to count all of these count obviously and, and you know if you, if you have a kid over there who died in an aircraft crash you're not going to feel any better about it but that stuff happens in the united states yeah and we have aircraft crashes from, from military test pilots in the united states that happen
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's not to say that it's nothing it, it's something and I, I look we have to at some point even if it's just for spending, right, reasons. Like, you know, you can't just spend money maintaining another country forever. But, like, mm-hmm. to think of this as, everyone's like, this is a, a, America's forever war. I, I, I Can you look at a year like 2020 and say, okay, that's a, a war year? Remember, what's the, what's the alternative of war? What we used to do in war was, yes, the wars would end in three to five years because hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people were dead.
0: Yeah, you... You fought them full bore, mm-hmm. full on. It was, it, it was, uh, it, it was just warfare yeah. all the time. It wasn't like, okay, we're going to, we're going to take this country and we're going to maintain it yeah. and then we're going to, we're going to get attacked every once in a while. That's, that's not what's, been, I mean, that's what's been happening in Afghanistan Yeah, for what 10 and 10 years at least. Maybe more yeah, than that. I mean, if
1: you look at the fatalities, U.S. fatalities mm-hmm. in Afghanistan, really, uh, you had a peak. The highest number was 2010 at 498. Now, again, 498 was 10 minutes of a battle of previous wars. Yeah. As sad as all of mm-hmm. this is, and every loss of life is incredibly, I mean, you don't have to, I don't have to sell this audience on the fact that, I, you know, we all care about mm-hmm. our military members but war has changed in a way that i think is positive even though you know there's not there's no longer necessarily these days where you walk away with the parades and everything else i mean 498 was the peak in 2010 then it went to 415 310 128 and it's been under 100 since 2015 or 14 it was 55 22 then 13 15 14 24 11 then that was 2020 was 11 now again i went through those 11 Mm Mm-hmm only one of them is what you would think traditionally of a of a war death a couple of others from friend uh, uh, allies that should have been helping us and turned on us a couple of those that was it was three and the rest were non-hostile events where you know car crashes airplane crashes things that were terrible but also not what you would think of as a traditional war death um there did you happen to read the uh the latest malcolm gladwell book uh, the bomber mafia by no. any chance it's really good. I mean, it's really, really well done. And I like Malcolm's stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he, it's always interesting to me. But this is about basically the idea of early, the early Air Force where they decided we, they, their vision of what war could become, where they would drop guided bombs, not just bombs that plastered an entire, you know, just denigrated an entire civilian population without thinking about it. Their vision of trying to create the technology that would allow us to target the military installations we wanted to hit and not just carpet bomb societies Uh, and the one of the main proponents of this was in world war ii and was and got to the point where he was leading the uh, operations against japan uh, from the air and eventually lost his gig because they the technology wasn't really ready they didn't really have it ready and they wound up changing to carpet bombing basically but you realize Mm. that like you know when we think of japan obviously in world war ii we think of the atomic bomb so much was done with essentially napalm-type devices, firebombing uh, these places, because the way their, mm-hmm. their homes were built were very vulnerable to fire, and they were very close to each other. And we were just,
0: you know, dropping... And there was a lot of that during Vietnam to clear uh, away the jungle. Yeah, exactly. So.
1: Um, but they were doing it to clear away, you know, communities and how cities. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm yeah. not questioning these tactics in that, like, this war needed to end, and I'm glad that we dropped the atomic bomb. I'm not, like anybody who thinks the opposite of that but like that was the the choice at the time it was like do you essentially kill a hundred thousand people tonight in their homes essentially the equivalent of what we saw in miami right where the entire building just catches on fire or collapses and everyone in it dies and do you do this over multiple square miles every night for a year that was warfare yeah look afghanistan yeah. is is a different
0: situation and to sit here and say like you look at these years years <clears throat> do you have the total from the the whole war it's something like four or five thousand right 2452 hundred fifty-two. Two thousand. Uh, that does not include this year by the way i have only up till 2020 here but
1: 2452 now it's i think the number mm. you're thinking of is 3596 which was total coalition deaths uh, so that includes mm. the uk and mm-hmm. other it was 455 from the UK, 689 total in all the other countries combined. Um, Iraq was 4,910 total coalition, 4,586 U.S. But again, even Iraq, you look at Iraq, this is uh, since 2012. 2012, there was two deaths for, for the U.S. Uh, I, I'm missing 2013 I'm on my chart here, but 2014, four, then eight, 20, 22, 17, 12, 11. And again, you look at the Mm. the details to them, and many of them are the same sad situations, vehicle accidents, uh, rollovers, uh, non-hostile. There are some that are hostile. I mean, these are still dangerous areas for sure. But I think judging a war, what we should look at when we judge a war should be, of course, the outcome. Did we stop people attacking us if that's why we went to war, which Mm -hmm. in Afghanistan, I would argue that was the reason we went. And we stop that. And when we've. I mean, seem to accomplish. Interrupted goal, a lot yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. And also the main thing is how many. The most important thing to me is how many of our service people do we lose. Not how long the war goes on. Yeah. The, the, look, the, it's uncomfortable to say. And this is true. That people who fought in. Who went to uh, Afghanistan after 9-11. Have children who are now serving in Afghanistan. Or yeah, very recently. Geez. It's hard to think in those terms but the fact if we could return both of those people back here that's much more important than the timeline oh yeah and we have changed yeah. warfare i mean people are dying a lot less in wars and that is good uh it is a, is much it's no longer the, the 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 uh the drain on human life that it once was at least not at the moment mm-hmm. and we can take a little solace out of that i
0: think 888-727-BECK It's Pat and Stu. Uh, Stu, is this a when uh, Britain left Afghanistan and Iraq? Uh,
1: I don't it have that in front of me. Was? I can find it here in a second if you want. I mean, they have had no deaths in Afghanistan since 2016. I bet that's when they pulled out. And basically, and they had two in 2015. So somewhere in there, I guess. But I don't, I don't have it in front of me right now. Mm. it's the you know, it's been just the u.s for a while and look yeah. you, you know i think we've learned uh, as we knew going in as they said in princess bride that uh, a land war in asia not necessarily the way to go <laughs> okay <laughs> this is not it does not always turn out well you don't always get what you want out of it and i think we've realized that we're not going to get what we what wanted. What was it, out of it?
0: Vassini said about that? Only slightly less dangerous. <laughs> it's a land war in Asia. Something to that effect. I Think it was. I think uh, a
1: land war in Asia was number one, but only slightly less well known. <laughs> right. Because that's don't what it was.
0: Challenger. Yes.
2: Sicilian. <laughs>
0: Was it a Sicilian? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. he was a Sicilian. <laughs> it's, been it's been a while, a while since well, get, I watched Princess Bride. It's if
1: Ted Cruz is <laughs> listening right now, the senator <laughs> would be able to give us these quotes. The, that's his game. Uh, it's a great movie, and he
0: knows Pick a princess. Pick up the Bell. hotline if it rings. <laughs> it's probably Senator Cruz. So.
1: He could do from what I remember, he could do large portions of the entire script of that movie by, out of memory.
0: He's got not a photographic, but a... Uh, it's something close to it's that. It's something close to yeah. that. If he hears it or something, mm-hmm. he remembers it. So, yeah, it's something very very impressive. Uh all right, eight seven two seven BECK is uh, our number to call. Let's go to uh Eric in Maine. Hey Eric, you're on hey, the line. Bec- doing program. guys? Doing good.
2: Good. Good. First time caller. Welcome. Um I, thank you. I would just like to touch on something that I've heard yeah, uh, I think Glenn touch on a little bit. I've heard a few other commentators mm-hmm. and that is um January sixth, uh putting together a select committee to find out what happened on January sixth. Yeah. Um yeah. you know, in my opinion, if Democrats wanna know what happened, all they gotta do is look in the closest mirror. Um You know, we had about a year worth of rioting, looting, Mm -hmm. arson. Mm uh sure did. armed attacks yeah. on police stations and on the federal courthouse mm-hmm. or houses even and
0: all of that was okay because they were protesting racism so they could even go out in the pandemic and yeah. uh mill around without social distancing and had
1: doctors saying it was a public health issue of racism which was more important than the pandemic i mean one yeah. of the most disgraceful things i've ever seen in 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 medicine I mean, the fact that a doctor supposed to do no harm would come out and say, yeah, go out in a pandemic because, oh, uh, because racism arguments and political nonsense uh, is
0: is pathetic. But the rest of your argument, Eric, is,
2: you know, my my point really is, I think the people on January 6th (laughs) saw all of this going on. Nobody doing or saying anything, and Democrats even encouraging it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the vice president, the now vice president, actually helping to get people bailed out of jail for doing it. Mm-hmm. You had uh, Democrat mayors and governors not confronting these people. Yeah. You had, uh, you had prosecutors and judges letting people go. So they, they thought it was okay. Yeah, they probably figured, you yeah. know, uh, I should get equal treatment under law. I mean, you had Nancy Pelosi say people will do what people will do.
0: Right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Eric. Yeah. I, I mean, that yeah, could be part of the equation. You well, still shouldn't have done it because yeah. conservatives especially know better. Certainly. and You know, look, we
1: there were definitely a lot of Trump supporters who were doing things uh, that a lot of people, by the way, doing nothing and just yeah. went to a rally and walked away. There were some that did really bad things and those people should be held responsible for them. However, mm-hmm. the generalized point here of normalizing
0: political violence being a bad idea. Yeah, I'm 100 percent on board with. Yes, absolutely. And that's what they did over the course of the uh, of the year yeah. last year.
1: I mean, they they said burning down police stations was okay because racism. And I'm like, no, I, no I'm never going to be okay with that. They're the same way I'm never going to be okay with violence yeah. against
0: police officers at any time. What was it, 25 people killed last, last year in those riots? That was, yeah, one estimate, yeah. One 25 estimate. 25 and I, 35, somewhere I, I've there. seen it as high as 40 or 45, mm-hmm. um, and several police officers, so...
1: Yeah, I can tell you it's a lot higher than, George, than the deaths that happened in the George Floyd incident. As, as tragic as that yes. one was, it was a lot higher in the protest afterward. Much. And I'm pretty sure racism isn't solved. Really? I could be wrong on that. We'll have to check the stats on it, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's not solved yet. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you're over 50 and you haven't joined AMAC yet, may I suggest that you check them out today? You know that it's always recommended that you do your homework uh, before committing to anything. So here's what you need to consider. If you like benefits like insurance and travel discounts, AMAC is for you. If you like serious advocacy that pushes back against ultra left-wing legislation going all the way to Washington on your behalf, AMAC is right for you. If you like a source of uncensored information that you can trust, completely, newsletters, videos, podcasts, fresh website content, And a bi-monthly magazine amac is right for you over over a quarter of a million amac members have directly participated in amac's outreach campaigns to congress and you know congress is hearing amac's voice in a big way it's the association of mature american citizens and it's forging a path through the darkness with people like you joining its ranks every day they're waiting for you to join join amac for the advocacy the benefits and the information, but most importantly, join because America needs you in this fight. Join today at amac.us/slash back.
0: Join amac today. Glenn Beck, Stubert Gear, Stephen Crowder, Dave Rubin, and me, Pack Ray, listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blaze TV.com. Use the promo code Glenn and save. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. You can check out my show, Pack ray Unleashed, every weekday right before this show, 7 to 9 Eastern, 6 to 8 Central, uh, or anytime you want, anywhere you get your podcast. Same with uh, Stu Does America. You can get that anytime you want, anywhere you get your podcast.
1: And available as your a part of your Blaze TV subscription as well, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. My show airs at 8 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV.
0: Plus, you can get the merch, which is always really cool. Um, the... Nancy Pelosi sucks pen is maybe one of the greatest products of all time.
1: <laughs> it is pretty amazing. I we always get e- uh, you know emails and you know social media messages from people who just bring them to their office. Mm-hmm. The Nancy Pelosi sucks pen. Yeah, and they and just people
0: don't notice it first. Yeah, they like give it to their
1: clients uh, to to use like sign paperwork. <laughs> It's actually a pretty nice pen.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it is. It's
1: kind of a nice pen. and um, Or they're liberal friends who pick it up and write things and then realize that they ha- they're oh. holding a Nancy Pelosi Sucks and then pen.
0: And then
1: the shock settles in. com. if you want to check that out. All right.
0: Uh, found out in the last uh, little while how racist virtually everything is. Everything is racist. Just today alone, uh, fireworks are racist. We have that story. <laughs> Do you know why fireworks are racist? It's... Is obvious as I the nose don't on your know face too. Why do. fireworks are racist. Of course. You're, you and your white privilege. All right. I hope you're happy to go. Because they celebrated
1: really a colonialist society?
0: Uh, no. But I'm sure that could be part of it. Okay. But it's not what was stated in the new article that fireworks is racist. It's because the smoke and all of the fallout from the fireworks lands disproportionately on BIPOC neighborhoods. Wait, what? Duh. Uh, wait, wouldn't that <laughs> minority mean... neighborhoods are the recipients of all of that pollution? Oh, so they're saying from the like yeah, from town the fireworks, fireworks themselves, or the, the town city fireworks. F- yes, it all lands on BIPOC residences. And uh, I, did, I I will say I had never thought of that. Yeah, think about that. Yeah, because you're white privilege. You're right. You don't have to I think of that.
1: I, <laughs> I specifically, when I went to Zillow, I searched for for non-firework debris communities, <laughs> and they they, and they what, were all white. What right? it responded it just said, "Are you white? Click right. yes. Okay. For, click yes." And then I clicked yes, and then it let me go to the site. <laughs> because if you're not, they don't allow you to buy homes in. Did Did you get like
0: a retinal scan to make sure that you're white, so that the I said is a DNA knew? sample. Okay, wow. yeah, that good. was yeah. mm-hmm. good. So yeah, they can make anything into racist. Math, math is racist. U.S. educators slamming math workbooks. Uh, It's it's racist. Um, Educators condemn the one million dollar dismantling racism in mathematics program funded by Bill Gates. So I love this. This is liberals eating their own, which tells teachers not to push students to find correct answers. Unbelievable, because that promotes white supremacy. (laughs) Okay, you start getting right answers. And you're getting into white territory there, I guess. How racist is that?
1: Yeah, this is the most purely racist part of this, I think. Where you're saying Uh, things like showing up on time, getting correct answers at math, being polite, are all uh, parts of white culture. Those are white things.
0: Ridiculous. Why would you you make those things out to be racism when they're all good things
1: yeah right and what they're saying is they're not good things right i guess i guess so but if you were to turn on a Mm -hmm. white supremacist podcast right now right if you were to turn on uh david duke's podcast Mm -hmm. he might very well tell you you know what's wrong with uh uh, he wouldn't use bipox i don't think he would probably (laughs) use a different word but if he was going to say what's wrong with people of color he might say you know they can't do math they don't show up on time they're not polite he, he would make right. those arguments. Yeah. And now yeah. we have the Ibram Kendys and uh, Robin D'Angelo's and all of the people trying mm-hmm. to push critical race theory, intersectionality, uh, all of this nonsense on us. Right. Oh, those people are the ones telling you the same things
0: that David Duke told you last week. What does that tell you? And, you know, David Duke doesn't even say those kinds of things anymore. I don't know if he does. I have not kept up with him. I think he's, like, mellowed over time. (laughs) Um, So the things that they're actually saying about... I'm minorities at, are worse than what David Duke but would say. All,
1: I, I, don't know, I don't know anything, honestly. Uh, David, using David Duke as a historical example of someone yes. who, who had supported this.
0: sort of Because he's the only racist like that we really know. Yeah, he's, right? the, he's, the, name he's right. the only and former, former KKK, KKK member. People would also say maybe Richard Spencer would be oh, an example yeah. of
1: this um, yeah. at, at the moment. But again, like I, I'm only assigning a name because it it's obvious what I mean by yes. it. Right? Like yes, you yes. take a guy who, who I don't know, a guy in a hood. You have a KKK meeting somewhere in the country. We found out today that 13 people per year in the united states die from white supremacy Uh, so we do know that it does occasionally happen we do know that some people uh, support this asinine ideology of white supremacy it does still occur it's just not Mm -hmm. nearly as big a problem as the media tries to make it out to be
0: not the biggest problem facing the united states
1: just the numbers i mean it's just not i mean it's it's a to the extent that it exists it is legitimately horrible but to mm-hmm. the, you have to factor in the extent that it exists you know there 's a group that uh, blocked a um, uh, a freeway this week, a black supremacist group, at least yeah uh, the uh, rise of the rise Moors. of the Moors and they 've been making news lately a little bit they had you know they 're heavily armed. There was another group called uh, the uh, Not effing Around coalition mm-hmm. uh, that was recently in the news, very heavily armed uh, b- black nationalist group. That gave us a uh, um, one of their members who eventually killed a police officer and was arrested recently. Uh, These groups exist and Mm -hmm. they should be taken seriously. They, to the extent that they exist, they are very bad. However, they're not the biggest problem in the country. Right? They just are really, really awful. And you, if you were to listen to the white version of this, some white supremacist group talking amongst themselves, they would say many of the same things. They would say they want segregation. They would want whites, local white spaces. That exact <laughs> right. term was used in the Raytheon anti-racist intersectionality literature that came out yesterday. So bizarre. I mean, these are the same things. They believe the same things. It, it's it's, a, it's a, more than anything else. It's an obsession with race. When you are obsessed mm-hmm. with race, you make bad decisions. That is what happens. When you are obsessed with skin color, you wind up running a society that is terrible in every way imaginable mm-hmm. it's not a good idea
0: yep that's just how white folks will do you <laughs> so don't forget that all right <gasps> thank you barack i appreciate that uh let me tell you one more thing that is incredibly racist that uh has to be done away with and that's denial of evolution it's a form of white supremacy denying it. denying evolution is a form of Ooh. white supremacy. Can you walk me through that one, Pat? I don't think I can handle it. I think so. Um, how, is that,
1: how is that white <clears throat> supremacist? So n- evolution isn't white supremacy. Denying, Denying evolution it is, is white, white supremacy.
0: supremacy. Right. The global scientific community overwhelmingly accepts that all living humans are of African descent. You know, it's not... That first sentence is not as overwhelming as it used to be. There's a lot of respected scientists... Uh, who have thrown some doubt into the whole evolutionary process. To uh, the Big Bang Theory and evolution. Uh, A lot of them have come to not accept it entirely. But anyway, most scientific articles about our African origins focus on genetics. The part of the story that's not as widely shared is about the creation of human culture. We're all descended genetically and also culturally from dark-skinned ancestors so if you deny evolution you're denying that part of the evolutionary scale that we all came from dark-skinned ancestors early humans so these are just odd it's bizarre, things to isn't it? with early humans from the african continent are the ones who first invented tools the use of fire language and religion these dark-skinned early people laid down the foundation for human culture considering the short lifespan of our early ancestors These original innovators were probably also very young. No one who follows artistic trends would be surprised to learn that from the beginning, human culture was essentially invented by teenagers. And by culture, we don't just mean the arts. We mean the whole shebang. Yeah, and they actually use the word shebang in the scientificamerican.com article. (laughs) (laughs) I want to unmask the lie that evolution denial is about religion and recognize that at its core... It is a form of white supremacy that perpetuates segregation and violence against black bodies. That is incredibly twisted. It's
1: another weird thing that they're doing. So twisted. A couple of things, just language-wise, that they do in these articles, Pat. (laughs) Black bodies. Uh Uh-huh. It's like as if... There's nothing more to a human being than their body. It's always like you're doing these things to black bodies. What do you mean black bodies? (laughs) What what are you talking about? Why are they using that terminology? The other one that that is really odd to me is they keep now they're using you have to say black and brown together. Oh, so like there was this whole thing of like, Mm -hmm. you know, people of color. Mm -hmm. Now it's like black and brown people are blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, no one's literally black, right? Like, uh, you know, that's been a... uh, Or brown, brown. for that matter. Right. I mean, like, everyone's different shade. Like, it's such a strange thing that they do. It is. It's like when when there was, you know, gay and queer were terms at one point seemingly... Interchangeable. uh, um, Were interchangeable and then also offensive. And now have... That's reversed, I think... I don't know where we are on the scale at this given moment, but I think now they're not offensive. Yeah, now they're terms that are in they're in the acronym mm-hmm. LGBTQQIA2 And I would by the way after after the Cuomo family announcement, LGBTQQIA2D
0: over oh, demisexual. For demisexual.
1: Yeah. And how is P right. not in there for pansexual? L-G-B-T-Q-Q-I-A-2-D-P-plus. There you go. That's, That's nice. all. It's, uh, you, you can't it's do inclusive.
0: that. Of you course you can do
1: that. You can't take a moment to just memorize the 47 <laughs> initials I just gave you? Come on,
0: America. Well, you're a selfish bigot. Yeah. That's if white supremacy right there. Right? It That's is. That's white supremacy. Exactly. Forget about evolution. Not saying all the letters in the in the group. Uh it's just hateful. Just sheer unadulterated hate. That's all it is. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven B E C K. Uh This story is amazing. Baltimore Ravens cornerback, Marlon Humphrey, 24 years old, uh responded. To a Twitter post from Representative a Democrat from Missouri, Cory Bush, who over the weekend, on Independence Day, made headlines because she claimed that American freedom is only for white people. She said, when they say that the 4th of July is about American freedom, remember this. The freedom they're referring to is for white people. This land is stolen land, and black people still aren't free. Okay, well... You can spend uh, an she, hour talking about how this is not stolen land. She's in Congress, land. right? Yeah, she's in
1: Congress. That's an interesting, what's yeah, a, it is. It's an interesting way to imprison someone.
0: Interesting take on your country that you uh, represent a portion of. So anyway, she said that black people still aren't free. Well, Marlon Humphrey, who is a black quarterback in the NFL, said, I feel free, LOL. Oh, the humanity. Oh, no. How dare you say that you feel free? Uh, So they piled on on him uh, like crazy. Several commenters condemned him for being naive, demeaned his intelligence by calling him boy, which you don't don't do. It's just racist. Mm -hmm. So these people, as always, show who they really are by attacking him. Uh, You feel free and being actually free are two entirely different things, my boy. Uh, then another, we're not free until we're all free, my boy. So that was a definite uh, theme. So I guess releasing criminals from prison. And what are
1: they advocating for there? As far as free go. What do you call... what? Do you, what's freedom?
0: Uh, that's a... Really good in question. I, I would love for the people who were so upset by it. Probably Cory Bush being critical of the lockdowns. That's probably what it was. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. She yeah. Was like, yeah, she yeah we're not free, guys. We still have or, to wear masks. We <laughs> <laughs> can't go into a restaurant uh, and sit right next to somebody who we don't know yet. That's
1: mm-hmm. even why you, you can. Pretty much though, everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so, um, you know, Marlon Humphrey enjoying his life in this country uh and making 19.5 million dollars a year doing it just unacceptable to the left uh they will bludgeon you to death if you dare say one thing that disagrees with their worldview and their stinking agenda Mm -hmm. and and as a bipoc person if you don't think the right way uh they're gonna beat you to death just like you know just like they would whitey it's it's uh it's really tragic And then on the other side of this fence is a, as Stu mentioned, a representative in Congress who obviously hates this country and uh, doesn't believe that we're a free people. Hmm. Pathetic, really is pathetic. It is uh, very much exactly what I would expect.
1: But credit to the guy who steps up and says, "Hey, you know, I'm free."
0: Um, Screw off. And again, you know, let's maybe we could. Try to remember, Twitter isn't real life. Mm. Twitter doesn't represent every living human being in this country. Ignore it when they pile on you on Twitter like that. Can't you, you can block the comments, right? Yeah. Why yep. would you not do that? I need to start not. rolling in. It's amazing. All right, we will be back tomorrow, filling in for Glenn here on the Glenn Beck Program.
2: This is the Glenn Beck
0: Program.